Robin. Felix. You are awoken shortly after you go to sleep by the sound of a loud explosion further in town. And Zero, since you don't need to sleep, you can see on the crime computer that the DHEA building on the map is lit up. Is calling for all available hands. What was that? What happened? There is an emergency. It is at the DHEA headquarters. Okay. Something has exploded. Are you just standing outside of my door, like face pressed to it, talking? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, fuck. Let me. Uh, What's my costume on? Where? No. 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 Doing this in our PJs. I go back into my private area, grab my mask, get that on, run back out, link arms with the other two members of my team, and pop us into airspace. When you pop into airspace, the smoke has already started rising. The top three floors are engulfed in flame. Maybe it's supposed to do that. Oh, It is not. (laughs) Oh, Shit, shit. Uh, I'm just flying down there immediately. All right. When you fly down there, there are, we'll say, two guys in the gold and blue armor still there. Neither of them are holding any weaponry, but when you approach, they raise their hands and this orb of reddish-blue energy starts to form, and they are clearly intending to fight y'all, so who wants to move first? I would like to decapitate them instantly. Okay. Bit of a strong start, considering we don't know what's happening. (laughs) We know these guys are bad guys. Do we? Yes. Yes, you do. We know what that armor set is. Okay. So, I need you to roll, swap. This will be against their physique because they don't have any way to resist that other, like dodging is not going to work. I mean, dodging could work. They could technically dive out of the way. Although considering my powers have no somatic components, I don't know why they would. Right, exactly. So they do not have a physique. So go ahead and roll, swap. Not a great roll to start out with. That's a three. Um, well, you just woke up. Okay. Um, Still a margin yeah, three. They have a neck. Yes. Well, not anymore. So <laughs> here's how this is going to work. You just attacked someone wearing a rundium. I need you to roll physique. Uh, you'd have to beat a zero. They rolled like... I beat a zero. Okay. So you feel like a little throbbing in your head, but it's not enough to hurt. And your hit is one shift less. So you are marking their second physical stress box because these guys are supporting NPCs. 
they're the first nameless oh, supporting NPCs of the game. So you don't instantly decapitate them, but uh, you do see the guy you are trying to decapitate put his fingers up to his uh, helmet and say something. Uh, you're Owie. <laughs> no, you're assuming <laughs> he's talking to his friend there. So I'll let one more player go before uh, the NPCs go. Who wants to go next? So they're on like what floor? What are they? You're on the top floor. This is currently like in the office building that is in the office area that is on fire. Hmm. And what floor are they on? Um. Compared to us, who are floating. Oh. They're on the top floor for whatever the top floor counts for right now. So you're about. I would say. No, 83 was the floor that the other stuff was happening on. This is a little bit higher. So we'll say 92. Hmm. So I'm just going to say that unless you guys indicate otherwise, my priority is going to be to identify and intercept any bits of debris or fuel that might be descending down onto the city below. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, my initial thought was uh, I'm going to kick them off the building, but then I had the thought of I don't know what's below us right now. It could be people. Probably don't want it to be that. So I in my haste uh, didn't unless Ape wants to like fight on it uh, there was a couple seconds where I had to go grab the mask, so maybe he at least grabbed a communicator. But for everybody on the team who does have an earpiece, I am going to tell them, we've got pedal soldiers in here. I need backup. Noted. Perhaps I should take them directly, and you should shift to support mode and defend the civilians below. I guess that means Nikolai is going up next, and it's gonna yep. jump in here. Yeah, I got no problem. I am hoping to get an acknowledgement from you about the the shift, though. Just get in here. I'm looking for people. All right. Well, for as much as the GM permits me to, my plan is to grab them both, fly out over the city, and start dismantling their armor as we go. I will say that you'll only be able to get one at a time. So my question is, do you want to get the person who already has physical stress taken, or do you want to get the, uh, the fresh-faced one? Whichever one fired. Uh, I would guess that's the one that Switch was trying to decapitate first, so that's going to be the uh, hurt one. So... That is going to be fight versus fight, I think. Or can I think athletics could also be good for them to try and avoid you grabbing them. They could roll athletics. You have repeatedly allowed Nikolai to roll physique for grappling. Okay, so um, go ahead and roll uh, physique, and then they're going to roll athletics. Uh, All you right. Need a three. Apparently, I'm rolling like garbage tonight. Uh, I rolled about the, the same result, but I had a plus one over you. 
All right, uh, so you grab one, and so you have created the advantage uh, grappled on this first one. At this point, it is their turn. The one that you have grappled is, before you start dismantling the armor, going to try and get out of the grapple by overcoming. I don't think athletics would fit for that sort of thing because you've already grabbed them. They can't dodge already being grabbed. So they're just going to have to roll fight, which is completely neutral. So go ahead and roll um, physique versus a zero. All right. Even if I roll terrible, I can't lose. All right, so uh, you succeed with style. You've now got two free infokes on grappled instead of one. Yes. And uh, the other one that is currently free sees his buddy being wrapped up and so he is going to try and attack you using shoot finally I roll something other than like a negative so how are you going to resist that tanking as always okay ablation tell ape keep in mind we are allowed to defend each other but Sounds like Bobbins just wants to try thugging it out. Because I'm good at thugging it out. Yeah, you are yeah, good you at are. thugging it out. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Alright. Sundog. Sundog, you're up. You're flying Sundog. above the building. Uh, it is currently on fire. Your two friends are in there fighting the dudes in the gold and blue armor. What do you do? Alright, so Zero wants us to take care of street level or at least make sure everything's good down there so since we don't really know what's going on down there I guess I will pop down there real quick and just see what everything looks like at street level there's already DHEA agents clearing the area making sure that there's no gawkers or like you know people trying to like just record things from an area that is extremely dangerous if things were to fall down most people are smart enough not to do that but there are the obvious outliers of people who are not smart enough to do that. So they are taking care of them. That being said, there is still very much the danger of flaming bits of detritus falling down from the building above, uh, which they are currently having issues mobilizing their own stuff because they are under attack in order to do so. So you might want to take care of that instead. They have the ground level covered. They need support up higher. So just like a quick, like, all right, uh, Switch and Zero are already up there. I'm just making sure everything's good down here. What's the best no, place we can be? We're good. Go up, go up front. Get, take care of the stuff that might be falling down. We've got right. this down here. Can I fly back up? All right. And Oosh. wouldn't you know it, there is a chunk of building that looks like it's cracking and about to fall down. What do you do? I mean, it's gonna if it's going to come down, I'm just going to shove it into the building. Okay. I'll allow either physique or fight, and it's going to be a difficulty five. Uh, I'll go with fight. Okay. And to punch this building into submission. <laughs> do fight, yeah. I did not do fight, yeah. That's not a do fight, yeah. So you move over, you try and like body it back into place, but all that does is cause it to like tilt one way real quick and then wobble and then start falling down towards the street below. Uh, what do you do now? I'll let you uh, immediately okay. try and 
do stuff. You do have superpowers aside from flight. Well, I know I do have superpowers, so yeah, I will try to catch, use my light powers to catch it. All right. Are they like creating a net or just like a big flat sheet or like a big claw? Not like a animal claw, just like space UFO a big mechanical claw. claw. Yeah, you try to catch it. Or at least stop it or slow it down significantly. significantly. So go ahead and roll your light power another difficulty five. Let's not get a two. That's better. There you go. That's a six. That is significantly better. For, That's From a minus better. two to a plus two. Managed to catch it and deposit it someplace safely. Just set it down on the, on the sidewalk. Uh, Switch, you're up. What do you do? Okay, well, the bad guys are under control for now. I'm going to move far enough into the building that I can be sure that they are not going to be shooting me in the back, and then I am going to engage my T-Ray emitter. (laughs) Which is what I've decided to call it. All right. Um, are you looking for anyone in particular, or are you just trying to scan for survivors? People. There is a non-zero chance that, like, all of the DHEA agents might be wearing, like, Arundium shirts or whatever, so I can't just throw checkup and locate everybody, so I have to use my eyeball machine. Okay. There is one that I care about more than any other, but I am looking for everybody. Alright, so go ahead and roll notice. Uh, We'll say difficulty three. Oh, my notice is not great. That's a zero. That's a zero. Um, you don't see- are you still, like, are you still in the, like, fiery area as well? Hang on, hang on. I'm thinking about if I want to throw fate points at this. I know I'd have to throw uh, two of them. I'm going to be asking that question anyway, but I'll let you decide if you want to spend fate points or not. Uh, The answer is that I don't have a good uh, mental image of what parts of the building are on fire. I just, like, I assumed I met the pedal soldiers like towards the edge of the building as I moved in and I have moved farther inward. Okay. I don't know so, if yes. farther inward is more or less on Far- fire. Farther inward is still on fire, yes. So yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Well I've been in you know what, I can just like hit this ethos one two with my current position as an active supervillain and my history as uh, a thief who gets shot at, I'm like, even in my sleepy state, I'm pretty well used to uh, uh, high intensity situations. All right. So without a success with style, you're not going to be finding the person that you're looking for. I would have given you that if you've gotten a success with style, but with a normal success, yes, you do find a few normal living people. There are plenty of unfortunate ones who uh, did not get away from the flames or the explosion in time. So uh, there's that mental image in your head forever. Um, but you do manage to find I'm some... i fine with corpses. It's fine. Yeah. You're, you're fine. You do find some living people. I 
am going to need you to roll physique because you have spent two consecutive turns in a extremely hot and smoky area, so it is going to start eating at your health, potentially. For right now, it's just a difficulty two. I roll a one. So mark your first physical stress box. Done. All right. But yes, you do find people. There is one DHEA agent, specifically a trooper, who is currently like trying to lift a bit of collapsed rubble off of a person who is uh, trapped underneath it and like they're screaming like their leg is broken that sounds pretty trivial for me to remove yes uh, I'm not even going to make you roll for it uh, you remove that and the uh, trooper looks at you and says thanks have you gotten eyes on Arlen yet no I'm looking do you have any ideas somewhere up here and he moves off and starts trying to find Arlen as well what about the person with the crushed leg? Oh, I thought you swapped them down to the, uh... Well, I... I like oh. I said, there is a non-zero chance that all of these people are wearing heck metal. So, I, I swapped the debris off of them. And then once I've done oh. that, it, I just do, like... It's real simple. I uh, let my hand turn blue, and I just go over and, like, touch their clothes. And if my hand stays blue, I know it's safe. Uh, it is safe. This person is safe. They are not wearing heck metal. Okay. Actually, gonna... Mm, no. I need a ruling from Ape. Ape, does Felix have a radio in? Yeah, sure. I would probably grabbed a radio or something on the way. Enough time. Okay. Yeah, uh, gonna radio you to, like, be at this position, catch this person. Uh, okay. I don't know what ground level looks like, so I can't just fire people at the ground. That's there's, mostly there's flat. There's risk. a road. This is a sidewalk. There's people screaming. Shut up. Occasionally some bits of fire. All right. Uh, we're going to say it's Zero's turn. Zero, you've got one person grabbed. The other person is still firing at you. Under the current circumstances, the use of lethal force is authorized. If you set any stock by the value of your lives, I recommend that you both surrender. And as I say that, I am going to attempt to just blob out and grapple the other guy. All right, so it is going to be at a penalty um, because you are currently grabbing the first guy still. So roll physique at a minus two. He is going to roll athletics. All right, in that case, I'm going to roll athletics because it is at a minus two from physique. All right, that is one less, so I am going to spend a fate point. Never harm those who don't need to be harmed. I am going to spend the fate point and invoke the aspect high tech enforcer for. So it says someone. Um, this was back when like they were still mostly a mystery, so I'm going to change it to high tech enforcer for the BEDL. So I'm going to spend that and get mine up to still a success. Okay, then I'm going to spend. Let's see here. Don't forget, you've got two free invokes on the first grapple. Considering you're getting a penalty from that existing, it would be valid to spend one of those. That's fair. I'll do that, too. Hey, you want to dump all of your fate points GM on me? You do that. <laughs> you do that. All right. Uh, he is also grappled. Are they both ranged? Uh, yes, they are both ranged. 
I'm also attempting to drag them up above the skyline. All right. So it's going to be their turn. They're both just going to try and attack you. They're just going to try and disable you from within. So they don't need to uh, have any sort of like special mechanism for their weapon. They just point their palm somewhere and blast. But considering that they don't have full control over their limbs, do they get a penalty? How are you grappling them? Are you just completely smothering them? Amoeba. Basically, yeah, they only need to point their palms at something. Too bad they can't point their palms exactly where they want at the moment. I, I am just ahead on a giant gray blob of nanomachines at this moment. Here's what I will do. What is the skill number for your physique? Five. Okay, they cannot beat that. Never mind. I was going to say I'll have them roll fight and the difficulty is going to be your physique score, but uh, they can't possibly beat that without spending fate points. So, no, never mind. They're just going to take the minus two to shoot. Yeah, buddy. So the first one gets a one, the second one gets a three. Do I need to roll for both? Yes. Okay, first one's three over one, second one's four over three. Okay, yeah, they, uh, the first one I think gets you, but it doesn't do anything. The second one just straight up misses. Alright, and that's their turn. Sundog, you're up. Okay. So I've caught the piece of debris. Uh, I'm heading back up to the fire. Yep. From your ascent, you can see in the window, like on the bottom of the three floors that are on fire, you see some people, like, pounding on, like, windows for help. And it's at this point the Vindicators have also arrived. Did they take the time to change into their costumes? Well, they kind of have to. Ah. Uh, the, well, especially one of the ones who's coming. Vizier is showing up and uh, is flying with him both the armor and Electo. Neither of them can fly, so he's magicking them. And he'll go to you and say, which floor would you prefer us to take? This one or the one above? Well, I know there's guys up there, but Switch and Zero are already up there. Uh, the other two floors are relatively unknown. DHA uh, says they've got debris under control. They've got the streets under control. So if you want to run damage control, stay down here. If you want to fight guys, go up. Well, you're on like the bottom of the three floors that are on fire. The guys on top are on the top of the three floors are asking if you want help on this floor or if you want them to take the middle, essentially. I guess nobody's covering the middle, so yeah. All right, uh, so Vizier will float them up and then... Oh, keep an eye out for Ireland, apparently. Vizier nods, floats up, and the armor just sort of like curls up into a ball and then is shot into the window like a cannonball to make an opening, and then the other two go inside from there. Most dangerous game of pinball begins. <laughs> That's their fastball special. Um, So, yeah, you do have people here who are asking for help. What do you do? Right. Uh, let's get them out of there. I'm assuming the elevators are not working because the, this is not an elevator situation. Correct. If they're asking for help, I have, the stairwell's probably blocked somehow then. Yes. So I will find the stairwell and unblock it. All right. Um, so, yeah, when you find the stairwell, like, there's two, like, flaming bits of debris, like, blocking the way in, like, an X fashion. So um, how are you planning on taking care of that? 
Uh, well, I'm not fireproof, so let's first put out the fire, and let's do that by smothering it with a just a big bubble of light. All right, go ahead and roll light. Uh, difficulty three. This is relatively simple. Okay. Exactly three. That's a success at a minor cost. So what I'll say the minor cost is, is instead of you straight up taking damage, you're going to be affected by the heat of the thing much sooner than Switch was. So basically you're going to be rolling the physique stuff immediately as opposed to starting next round if you were still in here. So go Fine. ahead and roll physique for the heat and the smoking, etc. Also a three. So three is fine. The difficulty is initially two and it raises by one for each round that you're in here, essentially. Yay. All right. So um, they thank you real quick as they run for the stairs and just book it down. Next up is Switch. I, I would like to do something Switch. about the fire just to make this easier on me. Okay. What would you like to do? I would like to do a swap. I would like to swap a very low volume of air from outside with like I used my T-ray emitter just a minute ago successfully so I kind of have like the layout of the room the, the floor in my head and so just like grab as much of the space in the room as I can conceive of in a single glob and exchange the volumes of air just choke all the fire on this floor out so it's a lot of fire and mm -hmm. as you can imagine all of it is probably not just naturally burning there's probably some sort of propellant put in here ahead of time to make it this bad so what I would say is that if you roll a success you're just going to be starting back at square one with the heat being at net neutral, and that will buy you a little bit of time. If you succeed with style, you get rid of it on the floor completely, forever. And the difficulty is going to be six. Actually, I just thought of a better way to do this that will probably hurt fewer people, or less ri risky and more effective. Hmm. I just want to swap the temperature of everything with, like, a bit of lake water. I know where the lake is from here. <laughs> so, it's going to be the same outcomes, but I'm going to lower the difficulty from 6 to 4. Okay. Cool. 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 So you did not succeed with style, so you're starting back at square one. So, you are not going to be rolling this turn. Starting next turn, it's going to, get, it's going to be hot again. You're going to have to roll physique, but... For right now, you're fine. Yeah, I don't really have a good uh, aspect to call here. All right. Anyway, I guess having made my life a bit easier for a few seconds, I'm going to resume my search specifically for Arlen, but generally for everybody. Okay. So since you're saying specifically for Arlen, the success... I care about him more than anybody. Okay. Go ahead and roll Notice Difficulty 5. Uh, I have to roll all fours. I have to roll all pluses in order to do this. My notice is real low. I uh, didn't expect this to be a problem. 
That's a two. That's a two. Good start. Can you throw fate points at it? Mm, I have to spend two here, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I can burn some blast power as a bubbling cauldron of dimensional energy. Mm-hmm. And trying to resist big problems. I'm trying to find somebody. You know, I might invoke my trouble here. I'm going to invoke my newly rewritten trouble. I'm very worried. I, I have a history of losing people, and I'm very worried that this is about to happen again. All right. Making me work harder and faster. Yep. So you get a five, which is a normal success, I believe. So, you find Arlen. He is roughly where his desk would be if it still existed. It does not. And his face is extremely burned. His face is extremely cut up. Some of his armor has melted. Some of it has fused with his body. And he is basically on the verge of death. He is taking very slow, very shallow breaths while unconscious. I assume that's the end of my turn. Yes. Zero. You're up. What are you doing with these guys? What are you doing with these clowns? As I am hoisting them up over the street below... I say, this is your final warning. I do not have time to waste detaining you by force. Surrender or I will drop you. You have 10 seconds to comply. All right. Uh, I'm assuming you're holding your action until you see what they do. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, they are once again going to open fire. So they're both going to roll at a minus two because they are restrained. They actually get some pretty good rolls. Well, pretty good. I say they're mo neutral and slightly positive. Yep. Okay, um, so that... I'm well, going to take that one. Yep, so take a one shift hit. And I drop them. And as soon as their hands are free, they go to a device on their belt, click it, and they just teleport away somewhere. Can I have removed that? You did not know it existed, so no. I, I I have seen them teleport away before. When they took the remains of the vampire. Yeah, I know. I'm th I'm thinking. No, I think with the vampire, the portal was continuously open. So you don't know that this device is on their belts yet. Cat, correct me if I'm wrong on that. The portal was continuously open. The exact nature of the portal was unclear, whether it was a transparent hole in space that they stepped through, in which case Zero would have seen them close the portal by manipulating their belt, or if it was just like a, an opaque swirling bit of space. It was an opaque which case, swirling no. bit of space. So unfortunately, no, you would not know that this exists, but now you do. You can file that yes. away for later. Could I? offer something unless Bobbin has something. Well, I just will for my part, I, I think of this as still being a net positive 
I don't have to detain them by force so I can do other things now, and we've gained a little bit of knowledge. But what, uh, what else did you have? Well, we... Correct me if I'm wrong, but we have established that if you get separated from your nanites, they do have a come home protocol, and you do know that they have teleportation technology available to them. Just leave some bits on them. Ah, uh, yes, the old uh, self-tracker. And uh, the, the old come home thing was uh, back when I couldn't separate myself and multitask. So they are fully able to do a variety of other things after being teleported, not just come home. Okay, okay. But we could have... You could have left some on them, just in case. Right. I'm just... I'm saying that this is a better idea than you proposed. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> I'm smarter than I thought I was. I love hearing that. Alright, so... Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to make a roll in secret. This is going to be a notice roll for not these guys, but for the people who they report to. I need you to roll stealth, and I need you to beat that person's notice score. Alright. Stealth is not so great. Especially when I roll a minus three. You can... Okay. Put a plus four on that by spending the two remaining grappled invokes. Well, first thing I'm going to do is spend a fate point and re-roll, because when it's minus three, the odds are better for getting past that. Literally anything. Yeah. So, yeah, a zero. Better than where it was. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Two better. And so you say I have two free invokes on top of that? Yeah, you had them completely roped up. You could have stuck little bits of yourself anywhere. Stick it in their socks. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I got no more use for them anyway, so I'm absolutely going to do that. Okay, so that brings you up to a total of four, correct? Yeah. And if nothing else, I'll at least get a blip of a signal. Like, at the moment that they are disintegrated. So, you know, something. Yeah. We will take care of that later. Hold on. Let me write a note to myself. All right. Sundog, as you are finishing up with getting the people down the uh, the staircase, you hear the sounds of the floor above you starting to crack, and you see dust falling as the floor starts giving away. What do you do? Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to immediately radio my teammates. Anyone else who might be available, like, hey, um, this floor is about to come down. Well, as it turns out, I have just freed my current obligation, so. Alright, what are you going to do until Zero arrives? Uh, I guess I gotta brace it. Alright, what you doing? How are you bracing it? Hard light eye beams. All right, go ahead and roll light. This is going to be difficulty, we'll say six. That's a big difficulty. It is a big difficulty. An entire floor is about to collapse. On top of you, even. Yeah. 
Well, that's a three. Uh, let's see. Can I throw a fate point at this? You would need to throw two. Hmm. I have the... I have like five, so... So which aspects are you going to invoke? Uh, let's see. Oh, let's do Sunny D. Okay. And what I guess here on this... Uh, can I actually roll... Can I use my trouble, actually, as an aspect? Can I invoke yeah. that? Oh, yeah. What's what's your trouble? What do you... Responsibility to... Just oh, like, okay. I am in a burning building, and though I would very much like to not be in the burning building that is about to collapse, uh, I have the ability to, well, delay it for a while. So my moral responsibility is to... You know, stay in here despite all of my instincts screaming at me to, to leave. Alright, yeah. Uh, so you create some I-beams strong enough to support the ceiling above you and the, as a result not get crushed by the debris underneath. Switch, you're up and it's, I'm going to say, at this point not that you would probably notice because you're so focused on Arlen right now, but the riot wreckers have also arrived. Fresher is floating Craig with her gravity powers, and Vlos is just running straight up the building. Hey, you're right. I don't notice that. I'm yeah, kind of fixated on my dying friend. Right. Hi. Uh, so he's partially fused with his armor, right? Yep. No way of taking that okay. off. The the explosion has melded that. Also, no, there's definitely a way of taking that off. Unfortunately, it involves him losing a couple millimeters of skin. True. And if the armor is fused to his body, he doesn't really have any of that to spare. I will also say this from a quick glance. You can tell that you would not be able to swap the condition that he is in with yourself because if you were to swap it halfway, you would both be just unconscious in a burning building, which is bad. If you were to take it all the way, you would probably die and you are not about that. Mm, I see you say that, but I can I can do disparate targeting. I can hit his whole body and focus it all, say, just on one arm. Hmm. Well, since the GM is a coward, I'm going to do a self-compel. Well, I was... I was thinking of doing the compel for, like, you're not going to be able to swap this with yourself, so... No, you're a coward, I'm sorry. This is... You have been correctly called out. You're a coward. I was, no, so, I was, see, my problem was I was looking through the list of aspects coward. and I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to use. Yeah, we're... My trouble, of course. Yeah. We're... One of my people is on the brink of death. Colin, I would like to drop my refresh score by one point and spend a fate point to have a new stunt right now. Okay. That is explicitly allowed by the I know, I, I am... I'm aware. I'm aware that's explicitly allowed. And I'm... Okay. Like, I, I'm not gonna argue with that. Like, okay, you can have it. 
Alright, now stunts do need to be vetted, uh, primarily by the DM, but also by the table. So, for review, and I will read this out loud once we've all approved of it. Here's a lot of text. Mm. You fucking made this the Homestuck thing. Yes, I did. Cry of course about you it. Did. I'm going to call the police. Okay. So, police, my friend is extremely cringe. Maybe cringe, but I am free. Not for long. That's a class two felony. This seems like you should spend a fate point to activate. Yeah. No, I I looked at uh. There, there's actually like guidelines for healing stunts in the Fate SRD, and a bunch of the extra bits that I put in there are like alternatives to spending Fate points. Oh, specifically okay. in all, all right. the ways that this can fuck me. Okay. Um. So, here's what I'm going to do. Do we have DM approval? Because I need to tell the audience. Yes, we have DM approval. Okay. New stunt: Rogue of Blood. I can roll swap to transfer physical consequences around. The passive difficulty for the roll is the difficulty rating of the consequence, so two for a mild, four for a moderate, and six for a severe. If I succeed with style, I can make it better or worse by one level. Mild consequences will degrade into stress, and severe consequences will either take the target out or give them an extreme consequence if it's a PC or if the PC doesn't want an extreme consequence. If I fail the roll, I can succeed anyways by taking more stress, equal to the difficulty rating. And uh, since consequences can't overlap, if they would, it gets moved in the direction that is least good for me. This can be resisted with a will roll versus my swap. If I'm targeting an inanimate object, I take mental stress regardless just because like a building isn't going to roll will so I'm allowing all this what I'm going to say is that Bradford Arlen's brain is in fight for survival mode doesn't know what's going on around him so he's going to roll to resist because for all his brain knows, something bad is happening and it wants it to... It is! The building is exploded. Well, yes, but also at the same time. Wouldn't so. his brain be occupied with not dying and also being unconscious? Listen, listen, I'm just gonna Does roll Does it have okay. room to do this? I have to roll <laughs> anyway, motherfucker. <laughs> so, it's Will versus Swap, correct? Yes. Alright, so, uh... Oh, okay, he got a minus one, so that's a five. Oh, fuck me. Ah, oh, fuck me. Okay, well, that was for the mild consequence, so I can't get that out of him. Okay. Uh, so, for the record, everybody, the current consequences that he has are mild beat, moderate burned, and severe on the brink of death. Neat. So, you were just trying to get rid of the mild consequence, essentially? Yeah, starting there. Okay. I will allow you to do another one for the... If you want to do the mild again, then that's fine. If you want to do the moderate... Doing moderate. Okay. 
So he's going to roll Will. Stop resisting. Nope. Uh, nope, nope. I care too much about this. I'm spending my last fate point. Okay, so you don't have a moderate consequence? I... Well, now I have to roll to actually do the transfer. Oh, okay. All right. So this is a difficulty four. Difficulty four. Okay, that's a six. Hey, so you don't have a moderate consequence, correct? Correct. So his moderate consequence just completely goes away and you take burned? Yeah, so um, narratively, what happens here is I'm in my pajamas right now, which is like... Uh, Are they fleece? Well, it's boxers, and because it's the end of February, a long sleeve shirt. So, I reach up with my right hand and take my left sleeve, and I just tear it off. And I kind of level my left arm, and then I do the swap. And I'm going for just, like, amount of burnt and raw flesh. Yeah, your entire left arm just becomes burned. Yeah. I'm wondering if the Arundium would also take into account for this. I am going around the... I mean, I'll roll it, but I am trying to go around it. We'll swap one more time. Just the same difficulty. See if you succeed, then... Oh, wow! Okay. How about a nine? Why can't I have okay. that later? Hey, can I bank that for later <laughs> when I roll against the severe consequence? Nope. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you managed to get around the uh, the armor. No problem at all whatsoever. Okay. Can I have a boost for succeeding so hard? Yes, you can have a succeed you can have a boost for succeeding with Sile. I will give you that. Thank you. You're Definitely welcome. going to need it since I'm out of fate points. Alright. I believe this is turn two in the fire, so you need to go ahead and roll physique at a difficulty two. Now, at the last turn, I did reset it. Yes, that's why I'm saying this is difficulty. It starts at difficulty two and works its way up. Okay. Yep. All right, well, that's a uh, zero. So, yep, so go ahead and mark your second stress box. Okie doke. All right, uh, the heat and the smoke is getting to you. You start coughing because it's getting hard to breathe. Arlen is still breathing extremely shallowly, but the burns on his face disappear. Oh, his whole... Well, the rest, is it... Was, all the burns I, I, I could get. I was, all yeah, of yeah, was, uh, yeah. I was, I was saying the face is, like, the most obvious one at the moment. So, but they do all okay. disappear. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Zero, what are you doing? I am now available for supporting the structure. Please focus your efforts on rescue and fire extinguishing. That's what I say to... Sundog as I enter and start splitting myself off into nanomachine support beams, crawling around the existing steel body to bolster it as much as possible. So, it's going to be the same difficulty as Sundog's, so give it a six physique. Okay, that's good, because I've got a stunt that means I roll plus seven. <laughs> okay! What's the stunt? Machine Strength is what I renamed it. 
plus two to physique rolls made to overcome an obstacle by using brute strength. Ah. So add two to this. That's a success style, baby. Uh, with a successful style, you will get a boost, and as an added result, I will not make you roll for to keep supporting it. You just have it. You just yeah, this, have it. Temporarily, at least, this building is stronger than when it exploded. <laughs> Before it exploded. Let me specify. Alright, uh, the NPCs arrive. Um, it sounds like there's a scuffle going on upstairs. Maybe some stragglers that the Vindicators are taking care of. And the Riot Wreckers arrive in the floor with Zero and Sundog. Velos is zipping around looking for survivors. Craig and Pressure move in and they look to Sundog and uh, they say, we'll take the left side, you get the right. Cool. And then Pressure does a quick account and says, Craig, with him. And uh, he nods and he goes to help you, so that way it's two to a side. I'm Craig. <laughs> Craig. Craig doesn't have to introduce like, like that to you anymore. You know who he is. Sundog. He doesn't recognize... No, actually, you're out of sleepover. I was going to say he doesn't recognize me out of costume, but no. Okay, so I'm taking... What do you say, the right? Yeah. So, if you want to roll, like, notice, or if you have some sort of, like, skill that you made for your super senses, uh, you can roll that to try and locate more survivors. And I will say that Craig, as a supporting NPC, gives you a free boost that you can invoke at any time. Also, the only skill I have that affects notice is danger sense. Which uh, basically means that notice is not impeded by like concealment, darkness, or other sensory impairments. Which seems like what happened in a burning building. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna roll notice. Lots of smoke. Bad lighting. Fire alarms blaring. Yep. I got a one. You can boost with Craig. You can boost with Craig. You can also spend fate points to boost. I would like to... Let me see, what is that? That's two minuses and a zero. I want to just re-roll that. What's the target number? Oh, I never did give the target number. Target number was four. I think I want to re-roll that. It's only a net minus one. It's not a good chance of just getting a plus two relative. Hmm. I probably could have phrased that better. No, I get what you mean. How's the... What's the boost? Is it just... So, boost is plus two. It's like invoking an aspect. And incidentally, you can use that to re-roll if you think that'll get you better numbers. Hmm. And you can re-roll multiple times if you get a bad result. Just need to spend right. from a different source each time. So... But I will say that if you use the boost with Craig and also spend a fate point anyway to invoke an aspect, you'll get the target number. Oh, well, then I'll just do that. That's simpler. Yep. All right. So I'm going to invoke super senses because super senses. Yep. Between your super senses and Craig, you find another group of survivors behind a door that won't open. And Craig takes care of this for you. He's got the super strength. He just punches a Craig, Craig. I'm just gonna fly under eyes Craig into a Pokemon <laughs> no he punches a big dent into the door 
uses that to like force it open to the side. And as everybody runs down, he goes, bye, I'm Craig. Nice to meet you. I'm Craig. <laughs> See ya. I'm Craig. Hello, I'm Craig. Uh, here's my <laughs> business card. This is the business card just says, I am Craig. <laughs> it's just, uh, I'm actually imagining a Fezzik moment. It's written in crayon. <laughs> From Princess Bride. <laughs> I think that's it for Sundog then. Switch. You're up. Yeah, I am. <sighs> okay, now that I can see more of Arlen's flesh and it is handleable. Would it be possible for me to, like, grab him under the shoulders and fly out a presumably cratered wall? Uh, I'm not done doing surgery on this man, but I'd like to do it in a room that isn't on fire. Oh, yes. Uh, speaking of which, I did forget to ask Sundog, you need to roll physique. Difficulty three. Oh. You know, that is the number one complaint of surgeons. I did real good. You did real good. I inhale all of the fire and I just put it out. The building is fine now. <laughs> I would like to save this person's life, but first, please put out this broom. <laughs> <laughs> so, going back to Switch. Yeah, go ahead and I guess roll physique to lift a human body. They are, those uh, are heavy. Come on. Come the, on, the, I'm in good shape. I'm in really good shape, and also my flight powers work on fucking around with gravity. It's this this should be trivial to me, I'd like to argue. So if you're fucking around with gravity, then you would have to fuck around with his gravity that would also like hit the arundium is my is, is my he covered head to toe? No. Okay, so but I can support his head, get his ankles and wrists and basically fly him around the same way I fly myself around. Okay, fair enough. Yep, I've I was thinking more of the Arundium thing, but you bring up a good point, so yes. I think okay. under the circumstances, you should probably go for the fireman's carry. Either way, I'm getting him to a place that isn't on fucking fire. Even if it's just like a couple floors down or ground level, I don't care. Like I said, I'm not done operating on him, but I need a f this to be easier on me. Yeah, so... You can put him down to ground level and you are immediately swarmed by DHEA officers who are trying to like, oh God, it's the director. Oh shit, he's really fucked up. Oh God. And like, they're all trying to like basically help you, but it's a too many cook situation. Just going to scream at them to back off for a second. Roll provoke. It's going to be very easy. They, they're going to roll. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They all back away. <laughs> Oh, thank God that was your role that came first and not mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, it's, it's a... <laughs> yeah, that was a... So they all back my away. My one to their three. Yeah. So they all back away. I... Like, whoever whoever looks like they got the highest rank out of the crowd that's around me, I just, if I pass out... <sighs> wake me back up. I extend my burned mangled arm, and I want his severe consequence now. Okay. I'm gonna roll will to resist again. Could I... 
Could I argue that he'd get a penalty because the last time his mind detected this happening, something very obviously good happened to him? Sure, it'll only through. be a plus four instead of a plus six. Cool. It'd be a three. I Holy succeed shit. with style. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay. I'll say that with the success with style, I, the brain is no longer going to be resisting you if this fails. Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, target difficulty is six, so I have to roll even or better. I roll even or better. All right. Uh, succeeding with style would do nothing for me because my moderate slot is already full. So, Colin, um, what is my severe consequence On the that I'm putting into my left arm? Oh, that you're putting into your left arm? Yeah, I'm just, I'm focusing all of the damage into there. Well, you could still say on the brink of death, it's called amputation. Oh, yeah, on the brink of death, like your your arm is almost okay, fucking... I'll, I'll call it urgent need for amputation. Okay, so what does that look like? It feels like nothing at first, and the reason it feels like nothing is because you realize that your nerves die first, which is good because then you don't get to feel the hundreds, question mark, of tiny little breaks and fractures that start from your fingers and go all the way up to your shoulder. Okay, yeah, just my bones literally turn to dust. Pretty much. Sounds bad. As I take a full skeleton's worth of fractures and focus them into one arm. Right. And try as you might, you cannot move that arm anymore. Yeah, just flops down. Yep. Just kind of stare at it for a moment. Breathing heavily. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, fucking ambulances, please. Uh, they're already on their way, um, and... Oh, thank God, we finally got eyes in the sky. Uh, and you see, like, there's DHEA helicopters, like, starting to fly around from their secondary location in the city. You also see an owl swooping around, and just in general, do more su more supers are appearing. We'll go with do one I more. Do I know who that owl belongs to? Oh, yeah. Definitely, you know who that owl belongs to. Uh, please tell me the player. Chris Hartwood. Hmm, the person who I don't know if they're a deepfake. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Um, no, I'm not going to start shooting at that. I don't got good reason. All right, we'll do one more round of other players. So, Zero, there are still sounds of battle going on above you. Sounds like the Vindicators are fighting some more stragglers. This floor is currently good. Like, it's super, like, you succeeded with style. It's not falling at any point. Is there anything you would like to do? The need to engage in battle at the moment does not seem to be urgent. Not for Zero specifically. So, what it would like to do is knowing how much fire just destroys evidence. I would like to find something that indicates what happened here that might otherwise be burned within the next span of time. 
I'm, I'm looking for the most fragile evidence that still remains at this point. Okay. Roll. Notice. Difficulty six. Is there any way of getting assistance? Because that is literally impossible. You can tell any of the other NPCs. Yeah, you are on the you. floor with the uh, other two riot wreckers. They count as support NPCs, so they will give you one free boost each. Right. I am going to inform and coordinate and hope for a positive roll. Working at a plus four. Okay. On the dot. Good Just starting point. So that's a five. The difficulty was six. You know what? Let's just set notice aside for a second. <laughs> because I'm going to spend a fate point to invoke head in the cloud and replace notice with academics for ah, a plus yeah. three. So do, if you just want to keep that roll, then I I will allow it. Oh, yeah, that I think that is how this works. Like I, ah, okay. I don't re-roll. I just replace the modifier. Got it. Okay. So that is a four plus four for an eight. So you don't find anything, but since you've delegated to the riot wreckers, Velos finds something and pressure uses her powers to gently float it up into the air and just like slip it in one of her pouches real quick and says, We'll take a closer look at it later. Let's go. And now it's Sundog's turn. Cool. Cool, cool, Uh, So we've basically cleared this floor of uh, survivors. Yeah, pretty much. Um, If there's anything else you would like to do, aside from just leave, then you may, if you can think of something. Zero's currently holding the building up. I'm going to move up a floor. All right, you see the Vindicators fighting three of the uh, armored dudes. All three of the armored dudes look like they're on the brink of just giving up. Two of them are holding swords, and one of them is one of the ranged dudes that was taking pot shots at Switch and Zero earlier. All right, so they seem like they got this one under control, yeah? Yes, they seem like they've got this one under control. Like, basically, these guys are seconds away from going to their belts and clicking them to get out of here. All right. I'm going to head up and try to find Switch, then. Uh, they're no longer there. Like, <laughs> you get up there, you don't smell them, you don't see them. <laughs> they are gone. Okay, I try to radio. Switch, where are you at? Ground level... Sounds like things aren't going great for you. Could be better, could be worse. I'm not in pain. Ominous. <laughs> not the best way of phrasing things if you wanted to reassure someone. <laughs> Are you in immediate danger? No. Alright. Is there anyone else left on this floor? No idea. Armor bashes one of the uh, sword guys out of the way, runs over to the last survivor they couldn't get out, tosses into you, says, 
Take him down. Okie dokie. Guess I do that. And I'm going to say that is the end of action combat. I only used one fate point that entire time. Action combat. (laughs) All right. Speaking of fate points, Colin, I need to know when the scene ends. It is over. That's why I said I'm I'm currently refreshing my own fate point uh, load. Now I need to know how many times you're willing to give me a self-compel for the shit I just did. How many times did you do it? Three? I failed once, successfully did it twice. Yeah, so you did it three total times, so I'm going to say three. Cool. Excellent. Alright, uh, the fire blazes above you guys, but eventually some firefighting crew come out and start dumping water on the building. The rest of the supers that arrived, which more than just the riot wreckers and the vindicators, but like who cares about them come down and they start looking at the stuff on the ground floor. Nothing seems to be in danger of falling at the moment. And someone else walks out from the building. It's a woman. She's fairly tall, like six, six short black hair and has the same like gold trimmings as Arlen does on her, uh, DHEA armor, which is weird because you've only ever seen the director have the gold trimming, so obviously this person is fairly up there. She moves over and she says, I hear we have eyes on Arlen. Where's Arlen? There's a comedic moment where I go to raise my left arm and can't and don't realize that for like five seconds because I don't feel that my arm isn't moving. And then my right arm goes up instead. She immediately runs over to you and starts looking him over, checks his pulse, all that jazz, and says, thank God he's alive. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. She looks down at you. She holds her hand out. She says, uh, Pawlowski, I'm the deputy director of the DHEA. Steiner. I also work under the name Switch. Uh, yeah, I'm aware. Uh, do you need medical attention? Your arm is... Your arm is an, one big bruise, and it's all floppy. Also, it's extremely burned. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what? I was gonna go see a prosthetist anyways today. Just let me fucking handle it. Just a quick question for clarification. Is the burn arm and the mangled arm the same arm? Yes. Okay. Everything was put into my left. At this point, Pulaski puts two fingers in her mouth, whistles. I can't I can't whistle that way, so I'm not going to even try to do it, but she's very good at it. You would blow out the mic anyway. Yeah. She says, EMTs over here now! And people just snap to attention, and the EMTs rush over, take Arlen, get him on a stretcher, and put him in an ambulance, and they goes down to Halcyon General, which is the closest hospital. 
Pulowski. I am probably going to need your help within the next couple of hours. Where are you going to be? Honestly, with this clusterfuck of a situation, I don't know. Probably here. Maybe in the hospital. I just, It's up in the air. Do you have a cell phone on your body? Yes. Say the number out loud. She goes, hold on a second. Now she reaches into her <laughs> Nobody memorizes numbers anymore. She goes, uh, I know my own phone number. She doesn't look this one up often enough that she hasn't memorized. This is her work phone, not her personal phone. And then she gives you the number. Be somewhere I can reach you. Yeah, I probably will be someplace in, in satellite. Speaking of which, if you don't need me anymore, I have to make some calls. I've been squatting this whole time on the ground, just kind of trying to hold it together. Now I stand up and look around and try and find the rest of my team. Alright. As she moves off, she says, damn it, Macy, pick up. And you locate the rest of your team members. Flag them down. Uh, okay, so first off, your arm looks like a chewed wad of gum. What is up with that? Arlen's alive. That doesn't explain anything, and it also explains everything. So, we're moving up our timetables. I'm gonna go talk to Sam now. Anybody wanna come? I will say uh, that as Zero sort of enters this location, you notice that it's actually a bit thinner than normal. Like, noticeably so. Nanites are heat-resistant, but not heat-proof. Mm -hmm. I will definitely interrogate that later, but I'm a bit uh, task-oriented at the moment. Are you good? Because that this seems like the sort of thing that you feel like you're good, and then the adrenaline wears off and you collapse in a heap? Well, then I will just keep the adrenaline moving. I believe that if you keep the adrenaline moving, your blood will leave your body through your arm. I think that should be your first concern. Look, I need to have one conversation so I can put someone on something that's going to take a while, and then I will go to the guy who will fix this. Zero, the nanites that you separated yourself to track the other PEDL members go blank. All right. Just make a note of that, but... Uh... Alright, so I'm going to come with you, even though I probably should go to sleep, because I am pretty sure you are going to collapse in like five minutes. If you would, okay. you can use me to mm -hmm. relay your uh, directive. Appreciate it, but no. Come along too if you want, or if you've got something else to do. I don't know. I cannot physically stop you from making a pit stop on the way to the hospital, so I will come with you so that I may continue to insist that you seek medical attention. Sure. Great. Cool. Um, I had taken my mask off so I could, like, catch some fresh air without it being in the way, put it back on. 
I speak aloud, quietly, the location of Sam's hidey hole, because I memorized that. I didn't record that anywhere. And I will pop all three of us to the airspace, then to the front door, and then I will pound on the door a couple times, and then I jump all of us inside. I'm not waiting for him to answer. So, when you jump in, you see a very sleepy Sam, like, looking out the window, uh, and then he looks over at you as you hop in. He's like, I was going to answer that, but okay. Hi. Short on time, didn't know if you were asleep. Hi. Uh, I couldn't be after hey. that explosion, and I wanted to help, but then I remembered I'm... Discussions hiding. can happen later. Yeah, Robin, yeah. please. Um, in a hurry here. So... Hi. Six years ago, you contracted the fucking armorer and fortune and glory to fake a bunch of assassination attempts. Yes. You furnished fortune and glory with teleportation technology. They said that they got it from you and you claim to have gotten it from some sort of DHEA cache. That is all true, yes. I need to know everything you have on that. Where you got it from, uh, if you still have the device, uh, serial numbers, uh, research documents, anything you have. And by all means, take your time and write this down. Medical attention can be procured in the meantime. Okay, um, I will... Write that down, and I see what you mean by a t medical. What the hell happened to your arm? Focus. Okay, I'll I'll start writing it down. You go to a goddamn hospital. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Moves over to a one of the uh, drawers and pulls out like the notepad and pen that are usually in there and starts writing stuff down. Okay, who's staying behind with him? I can stay. Okay. Alright. Put the mask on. Take it off. Hey! Professional courtesy. Yeah? Megalat's gonna show up later today to sell you out to the Second Chance Society. Fun. Alright. Mask on. Felix, you coming with? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Alright. I'm not going to a hospital. I am instead teleporting us to Argento Augmentations. I know it is the middle of the night, but I also, because I'm, you know, he's friends with my dad. Uh, and so, like, I know him by proxy. I know he tends to sleep in his... Well, no. I know he does sleep in his place. So, uh... Teleport outside of it. Teleport us inside. And then I, like, I find the nearest, like, metal table and slam my good arm on it a couple times. Just, Alphabet! I need a rush job! I'm not going to play your character for you, so you can go ahead and just, like, do as much as you're comfortable with. 
Uh, you gotta get you good at playing other people's characters so this kind of shit doesn't happen. <laughs> Anyways, um... There will be some clanging from the back as he will be attaching his legs and arms. Zosima will be coming over the loudspeaker, admonishing me for coming in outside of business hours, and I will tell her to cram it. And I'm just going to find Angelo and be like, I don't need anything fancy. I just need... I'm gonna... I'm gonna fucking steal somebody else's arm through my bullshit at some point to fix this, but for now, I need a loner for the whole thing up to the shoulder. Nothing fancy, I just need to be able to throw hands with it. And, I mean, he's not happy about being woken up in the middle of the night, but he's basically fine to do this. So, Colin... Hmm. I would like to have the medical rolls that would put my consequences on the path to healing be done by Angelo. Okay. And be done via his crafting skill? Yes. You did stat Angelo. Yes. His craft is a four. Yes, it is. So, needs to roll plus two in order to, uh, to get the severe. Yeah, to get the severe. Uh, he's going to invoke his high concept to uh, spend the fate point, which is sociopathic prostheticist with family problems. The prostheticist is the important part here. Yeah. So that gets to the six, which is a success with a mild consequence, with a minor cost. Lower your blast by one. My blast is at one. Are you telling me to put it to zero? Yes. Okay. Um, Cause that that goes mm. that naturally goes up anyway. Oh, do you mean blur? Yes, blur. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that you had them uh, as two different uh, skills. Yeah, just because blur is meant to kind of wiggle around and be a, a, a fake stat that only exists for narrative stuff. Okay. Lower your blur by one. Okay, done. You know, if you hadn't spent that fate point, I was going to and just amputate my own arm. <laughs> no, no, there's no reason Don't for me to not, to not spend the fate point because Angela would try to do his best. Yeah. Uh, what about the moderate consequence? Considering it is also tied to the left arm. We'll try and heal that, and if it doesn't succeed, then what we'll do is we'll rename it. It will be a, a different thing, but it will still be something that you have to roll at the end of, like, every so often sessions. So, we will go for it. Uh... Oh, nope. That's the success, so... Okay. That is also I will rename those pattern. later. Yep. Okay. This will take a couple of hours, so I don't know if Felix wants to stay through the entire procedure, but now's probably a good time to go back to zero. I'm gonna like sleep. 
in the office chair or whatever he's got. I informed them that I could relay that message, but they are remarkably stubborn. Yeah, um, so... What happened? Like, I, I don't know the news is not being exactly forthcoming with what's going on right now, I think. Uh, all I know is that Polowski's been on the news, but not Arlen, so... Like, what's going on? What happened? The DHEA building exploded. I presume you saw that from your window. Uh, yeah, I can see that from here. I will not inform you of Arlen's fate. I am uncertain as to how that information might be used in the future, and so it is not my place to share it. However, I will say that Robin's arm was not in that state when we left to render aid to the tower inhabitants. I was not personally there to witness what happened to cause that damage. Therefore, what I can say about it would only be speculation. Okay, but like, aside from that, like, what... Do you have any idea, like, what's going on? Like, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. I didn't even hear if you said who attacked the building, or if it was attacked, or what? I had not. The attackers were in uniform as members of the People's Earth Defense League. They have, in effect, declared war on the United States. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something. I knew they were crazy and they, like, believed all that bullshit that Eskridge said that you guys leaked, but I didn't know they were that serious about it. Holy shit. They are using a teleportation technology that we believe may be related to the caches you were supplied with. That was the intention behind the urgency of Robin's directive. That and, as mentioned previously, Gary has gone rogue. I'm sure he has his reasons. He does. I do not know how much I can afford to share with you, but I will say that we are not dismayed by this turn of events. Okay. Well. So, I got them from an area in Wyoming about, I don't know, 
three hours north by northwest of this uh, this small town, small city uh, called Casper. Um, DHEA had a building there. I simply greased a few palms, uh, managed to convince a guard there to grab me two of their experimental teleportation doohickeys. Um, he thought he was doing it for the Silver Skeleton at the time, so uh, he just didn't really question it because um, I paid him not to question it. I have in the meantime brought up a mapping app gone to the region indicated and uh, hold it up for him to point out a more specific location. Yeah, like he'll, he'll point out like roughly where it is. Like he can't tell you exactly like the GPS coordinates, mm. but he can be like it's, it's within like a 10 mile area of like radius of like this area. Alright. Note that down. Um, I don't know much about them aside from the fact that you can program a return spot after like a return area into them uh, so likely they're going to the same spot every time though if they're smart they're not using it too much and they probably have bases all over and they're swapping between them probably do a couple missions from one one location, move on to the next one, do a couple missions, move on to the next one. I mean, that's how I would do it. Anyway. Probably how a few capitalist enemies did it back in the day. Yeah. And like, aside from that, I, I really don't know much about them. Like, I didn't know the specs. I wasn't the one using them, so uh, armor and Fortune and Glory probably programmed a spot in and used it to teleport there uh, when they were done with their stuff. Um, so, I mean, I can't, I'm sorry I can't be more of assistance with that, but like, I really don't know specifics on that sort of thing. You have provided a sufficient quantity of assistance. It looks like he's about to say something, and then the TV, sort of, like, whatever channel it's on, like, sort of goes to static, and then once it comes back into focus, there are three figures. They all look similarly dressed in the gold and blues. Their armor is different from the rest of the grunts, more advanced-looking, more form-fitting, and the one in the middle is wearing a duster with a similar color scheme. And he says through a heavily voice-modulated mask, People of America, we have killed Bradford Arlen, the director of the DHEA. We did this because he was weak and unwilling to do what was necessary to protect the people of the world. 
hopefully the next director will actually be able to protect us. We are the People's Earth Defense League, and we are making this world stronger, whether you like it or not. And then it goes back to static and whatever program was on resumes. Just for funny, I want to say that he was watching Mech's Headroom. <laughs> no, it was probably like the actual news of the event. Yes. Why the hell would it be anything else under these circumstances? Yeah. It's funny. Because Max Headroom is funny. Because Max Headroom is pretty funny. Well, I just want to say that as the static uh, flips back to the news, uh, Zero says pointlessly at the TV, Indeed, nothing says improvement and strength like destruction and death. Yeah, well, they're crazy guys who think Eskridge was correct, so... It has long mystified me why human fiction insists that machines would want to annihilate all intelligent life. Doing so is far from logical. And it seems intelligent life is far more capable of the project. Don't look at me, I'm just a washed up superhero. That seems like a good spot to go back to the others. I mean, like I said, it would take a couple of hours. At some point we'll need to clock wipe or just stay with Zero for a while or Felix can wake up. Zero's also got some recovery to undergo, so it's heading straight to Clockwork Futures to uh, assemble some new nanobots to reconstitute what it lost to the fire. So yeah, we can do a clock wipe. Clock wipe, it's the next day. Hey Felix, you got a date today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I waking up? Yeah, who's waking up first? I don't know, DM. You declare it. I don't have the ability to wake up under my own power. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, you'll eventually wake up when the process is complete. It's putting on a shoulder cap and getting that nerve integrated. Mm -hmm. I think he would also make some sort of comment that he had to go in real deep to find a nerve ending that wasn't fucking dead. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Am aware. Big move. Um. I uh, I know they're supposed to do like physical therapy and learn how to use this over the next couple of months. I'm gonna go cheat that. So uh, I'll be in and out over the next couple of hours. Um. Well, no, first... Oh, shit, what's my order of operations here? And I, like, sit up, like, get into a sitting position. I, I go to cross my arms, and, like, my right one moves properly, and my left one is, a little, is, like, slow and a little bit jerky, and I gotta, like, stare at it and concentrate to move it into the right position. Okay. 
making room while I sit here and think so Felix can do and say things. Uh, I got like three hours of sleep, maybe. I don't know what time it is now. But before that, we were rescuing people from a burning, exploded building. Uh, I'm going to say that I'm probably not going to wake up until somebody wakes me up. Yeah, there's, um, I mean, Argento can probably come and wake you up if your phone doesn't, because you do have alarms and like a text message from Tiffany that says, hey, don't know if you were part of last night, but if you were, are you still good for today? Oh, it feels like I slept in a chair. Oh. <laughs> right. DHEA building exploded. Uh, oh, uh, do you have coffee here? There's a little bling blong from some unseen speakers and a feminine voice. A little bit... It's It sounds very natural, but there's a slight bit of tinniness to it. Almost like it's on purpose to denote something specific. She says, I can prepare some. That would be nice. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Follow the lights. I'll get everything turned on. And there's just like some like soft LEDs strung close to the ceiling that kind of light up and turn off in a trail. Oof. Uh, oof. Okay. Let's see. Taking stock. Okay, so these pajamas are ruined. I think this is a little bit melted. Uh, oh, fuck. Switch his arm. Okay. They are currently awake and recovering. Excellent. Great. They're also thinking, and they look like they are getting ready to go as soon as possible. Alright. So that's as good as news as I'm going to get given the current situation. Coffee first. On your left. I think. Excellent. You hear a machine turn on. You hear a bean grinder activate. I was going to say, is it, is it actual coffee or are we talking like Keurig? Nah. Angelo frequently lives on the stuff, so he shells out for the good shit. Uh, blessed nectar. Okay, I have coffee. It's problem one solved. I hope you don't mind that my idiot brother likes the acidic roasts. That's fine, just a little bit of sugar will take care of that. Okay. Okay, sugar. I have coffee. Step one to being a functioning person today has been addressed. Well done. We're all proud of you. <laughs> Step two. I need to. I need a shower and clothing that is not half melted, smoke-smelling pajamas. So let's find Robin. I'm afraid you are larger than Angelo to the degree we can't lend you anything. Also, I don't think he would do that anyways. No, I. That's fine. I just need to find Robin. Robin will take take me 
out of here and I will get both of the things I require. Also, I should probably text back my girlfriend. So let me just do that here. So I'm just going to text back, uh, yeah, but I'm good. I just need to wake up and clean up. Okay, don't push yourself. If the situation changes, I understand. Uh, I'm good. I just... Ugh. Ugh. Just need to recover a little bit. Actually, if it's cool, could I have you drive? Because I might sleep on the way. Was planning to anyway. Thank you. The winky little smiley face. <laughs> she sends a smiley face back. Alright, so let's find Robin. As soon as you voice that, a trail of LEDs starts leading you. You meet Angelo on the way there. Have you met them before? You could just declare it. It's fine. I don't think I have, no. We've okay. talked about them, but I don't think I've met them. Alright. So yeah, Angelo's this, uh... It's difficult to, like, say whether he's short or not, because all four of his limbs are prosthetics, so he might have been shorter and just has artificially long legs. Stop me. Male, sort of... Not like dark, dark skin, but like, uh, you know, kind of Mediterranean shade. His eyes are miscolored because he always wears this set of weird contact huds. And when he speaks, his voice is like, it's very noticeable. It, it kind of hits you. It's like the, the voice that was up in the speakers, it's the same voice. It's just not feminine. Hmm. Like, this is the male version of these vocal cords. This is the female version of these vocal cords. They sound exactly alike aside from that. And he is like rubbing just a, a cleaning rag over his hands as he runs across you. Hi, yeah, they're awake. Cool. Excellent. Uh, Sundog, Felix Delarue, nice to meet you. I've heard about you. Yeah, uh, Cufflink, Angelo Argento. Cool. Uh, thank you for the coffee and also for taking care of Robin. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time they've shown up like this, but it's not the first time I've encountered them. What's not a great operation in there? They... What the fuck happened that fucked them up so bad? Uh, okay. So I'm assuming you're familiar with their power set, given you know, that you yeah. know them pretty... Know, know them. I'm not in a great talky anything this morning, but I'm going to do my best. So, uh, they, I don't actually know for certain, but my best guess is that they saved, uh, Bradford Arland, uh, you know, head of DVAHEA. They saved his life, uh, by pulling all of his wounds into that arm. 
By the way, I would like to note that if Argento had any sort of way of observing the news, which Zosima probably does, they would have also definitely by now have seen Petal claim that Redford Arlen is dead. Yeah. That's going to be embarrassing for them. Angelo doesn't know because he was working until just a few minutes ago, but Zosima is definitely plugged into the news, so she will have something to say about that later, but she's not going to interrupt the conversation. Angelo, for his part, is just going to... Yeah, okay, so... uh, I guess Arlen was fucked up really bad because they had, like... They had nerve death, like, halfway into their shoulder. I had to go digging to get something. Oh, yeah, like uh, the the top of the DJ building exploded. Okay, sure. It's that um, that weird that like weird fringe group or whatever that split off from the DHEA beetle or something. I've heard rumblings. I don't know much. I'm I'm not in the active game anymore. I just make stuff for people. Well, they're assholes. They have, like, a blue and gold armor going on. Some kind of super tech. I don't know. They're assholes. Bad news. Alright, I'll, uh... Keep an ear to the ground, I guess. Um, I don't know Steiner particularly well, but... Uh... Their dad and some other members of their family have, in kinder terms informed me that they're a bit of a stubborn jackass and their self-preservation instincts are a little bit lacking so they're probably not going to take great care of themselves in the immediate aftermath of this yeah that's all correct and that's also why i'm around i am there to make sure they well most of the time don't do stuff like this um Probably have them, like, watch them for getting a fever, because that that arm was a huge infection vector. Yeah, I can imagine. All right. Um... And uh, they're already talking about cheating their physical therapy, so whatever that's about, just yeah. fucking keep an eye on them. I will do my level best. Appreciate it. Well, it's cool to meet you. Um, Like I said, I will do the best I can to make sure they don't double fuck that arm. Uh, But I do have a date I need to get to. So if Robin's up and moving, I'd like to bounce if that's cool. Yeah, no, um right over here. Awesome possum. So when you come back into the room, Robin is sitting up in bed, arms folded, eyes to the ceiling. Yeah, okay. I think that's the correct order. Alright. Hey! Hi! Who did something stupid? Bradford Ireland is not dead. I appreciate that, but you are also down an arm. 
I'll find a regenerator and pay them. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, but, you know... Yeah, given the circumstances, this was maybe the better way to do it, but... Uh... I still gotta yell at you because you blew your arm up? Like, I would be a bad friend if I did not call you a moron? Okay. I 100% would do it again and possibly will do it again. Yes, I know. You are a moron. You have the self-preservation of an ant sometimes. I can live through a lot of things other people can't. And I'm willing to leverage that. Okay. Uh, in the future, please... Well... Let's keep the... Let's keep the whole mortal injury or maiming thing to a... Let's keep that to a bare minimum. Like, I'm not going to ask you not to, because I know you won't, but... Like a last resort situation. I'll do my best. I'm okay. sorry I can't promise more. Uh, also... I have been asked specifically to tell you to make sure that does not get infected. Uh, okay. You keep that shit clean. Probably like some Neosporin on there or something, I don't know. I assume you got instructions. Yeah, and okay. a calculator recorded all of them for me. Great. If you don't follow those and your arm gets infected, I'm going to be super cross at you. Yeah, I will. Okay. I will keep an eye on everything. Now, let's get home because I really need to get a shower and a change of clothes. Okay. Um, my place or yours? Um, uh, I have more clothes at my place, but I also have a stash at yours. So either or. Okay. If you're more comfortable uh, with I'm your heading... place, that's fine. I'm heading back to my place because I need to get information from Zero. Cool beans. Okay, uh... So, Sima, where did he put my mask? Like, a, a spotlight turns on in the ceiling. Oh, thank you. Pop that over here. Uh, I'll be back in... Well, I'll be in and out over the next couple of hours. I got a thing I need you to do with this and one other piece of pretty high-end technology. I fit that over my face. Uh, get out of bed so I'm not fucking sitting in the air when I go back home. I hop out. Walk over to Felix. Hold hands. And teleporting to one of the parts of the front area of the base that I know is always clear because I've designated it for that purpose. Yellow tape on the floor and everything. Yep, yep. Telefrag zone. Do not put things here. <laughs> As we show up, mask off zero is not there because Fucking a. after regenerating, zero went to go speak 
to Powalski. Alright. Powalski is currently in the DHEA building just starting to run things. Like, currently, technically, she is now acting director because Bradford Arlen is still in the hospital. As far as everybody knows, is dead and the DHEA has not put out a claim saying otherwise. So you eventually are able to find her in the DHEA building. She's directing people. They salute her and immediately go off to follow her instructions. She just sort of inhales, counts to 10, exhales, inhales, counts to 10, exhales, turns around, sees you there and they're like, oh, shit, hi, hello. You're very quiet. My apologies. I have come to speak with you about the matter of Bradford Arlen. Uh, follow me. And she moves through the building, tries to find an empty office room, and eventually she does find one. And she brings you in and says, okay, what do you want to talk about? Is this room clean? As far as I'm aware, yes. I don't know all the bugs in this place, but we're pretty far down. We don't really bug the lower levels that much. In that case, allow me to take an additional precaution. And I do that dome of uh, impenetrability thing that I did last time. Okay. Just creating a nanite swarm that uh, sends out random radio signals to uh, confuse and jam all possible ingoing or outgoing signals. All right. What do you need to know? How many people are aware that Arlen lives? Your friends, me, the doctor that was working on them, and Matthew Mason. How much do I know about Matthew Mason? Matthew Mason was actually the other guy that was up for the director job and was ultimately, thanks to your efforts, passed up in favor of Arlen. He's a fairly well-known figure. He's the DHEA equivalent of the FBI position, executive assistant director for the national security branch. Basically, he's real good at shooting people, but you also know that he did not become the executive assistant director in that position just because he's real good at shooting people. If he was just real good at shooting people, he'd be a lowly grunt. He's actually very surprisingly competent at like solving crimes and shit. So he's very smart, very well educated. He just likes to shoot a lot of guns. All right. What are your current plans for publicity of Arlen's condition? We're going to wait for Arlen to regain consciousness and see what he wants to do. But until then, the official story is that he was killed. We don't need the PEDL going after him again while he recovers. Because they might actually finish the job if they do. Indeed. It was my thought 
that moving forward as if he were dead might be advantageous for the moment. Agreed. Um, that does mean I am acting director until Congress gets their act together and decides to vote for a new director, at which point Mason is probably going to want to go for it again. I don't. I, I barely wanted to be this high up anyway. I was fine in my old position, and Arlen insisted. I see. Do you believe that Mason would be willing to run with this ruse? I mean, he's been gunning for the director position for a while, so if it gets in the director position, I'm sure he would go with it. The ruse would be that he appears to have the position, but does not. I mean, if Congress votes him into having the position, then he does have the position, whether Arlen survives or not. I see. But they're probably going to want to get a move on with that. They're probably going to bump that up in their priority list because, you know, this was basically a terrorist act or a declaration of war or something. However, they're going to classify it. They're not going to want the DHEA to be technically directorless for long. So I can't imagine that that won't rocket up their list of priorities. All right. So I was a party to the whole um, surgery with Arlen. How confident would I be about replicating that without necessarily leaning on Switch's abilities? So you showed up afterwards? I brought you in after I did the extraction. However, yeah. you have a, a fucking edetic memory, and there would have been x-rays all around showing the exact location of the chip in his brain. Right. Plus, I am perfectly aware of how this chip works. Yes. You would probably be able to replicate it. The difficulty here is either convincing him to do it, which you don't know for sure if he would go through with that or not, just agreeing to get it taken out, or somehow tricking him into a situation where you can once again have Switch like swap out the anesthetic and get him under and forcibly do that, which considering what you know about him may or may not be able to do so. He's, like I said, very smart, so he might not fall for that sort of thing. Considering the current circumstances, if I point out that the chip was put there by the same people who just blew up his building, I don't think it would take much to convince him. Maybe, maybe not. Without talking to him, you don't know for certain. Yeah. Either way, that's certainly on the list of priorities. Yes. And uh, as will convincing Congress to put on a show of uh, changing directors while keeping the real one under wraps. So the problem with that is that the more people who know that Arlen is actually alive, the more chance it is of that secret getting out. Oh, I'm, 
I am fully aware of that paradox. And I am currently going through possibilities of, like, creating an arrangement for uh, setting up an acting directorship for Mason that, uh, well, you know how, uh, like, the, the last administration, half of the, uh, the cabinet posts were acting heads towards yeah. the end? Yeah. nobody could get approved for anything. So there, there is precedent for putting in that wiggle room. And I think if we can get Mason fully on board with pointing him at the terrorists who just blew up his building and uh, getting him to play along in order to get that revenge, I think I could pull that off. But I may need to call in the rest of the team for support on that. So this is just uh, brewing ideas at this point. Theory crafting, essentially. Theory crafting. Yes. Uh, this discussion with Mawalski has been fruitful. And I just end things by saying, for now, I believe the status quo is sufficient. But do understand that the three leaders of Pedal are being puppeteered by a fourth. <sighs> Please do not tell me. I'm really hoping that this acting director thing for me goes away like Monday. So uh, you can you can tell Mason about that. I will endeavor to. All right. Okay, well, uh, it was nice talking to you. I have, like, 150 things I need to do in the next, like, two hours alone, and I'm operating on, like, an hour and a half of sleep and three cans of bang. So, if I need to keep going. Ah, yes. We began the conversation so abruptly, I neglected to mention I had brought coffee to pull it out of my chest. Thank you. She takes it and she looks at it and she considers. She's like, I know I just said I had like three cans of bang. I'm not sure if this much caffeine will kill me, but at this point, I'm willing to risk it. Thank you. And she starts heading on out and starts like drinking her coffee. And then immediately, as soon as she's out of the door, you hear her yelling at other people and they are like snapping to attention and listening to her. I hope I did not just get a human killed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, fuck. Zero. You get a text message from Robin saying, where are you? DHEA headquarters, en route back to base. Could you use a shortcut? I text my coordinates. Grab zero, put it in the base. The answer is yes. Hi, <laughs> cool, great. 
Um, okay, so fucking all of our timetables have been moved up. We're not taking this at a leisurely pace anymore. Uh, we are burning these motherfuckers down immediately. Uh, where's that information from Sam? I need to go talk to Pulowski to get a hold of one of these devices. He has provided me with the rough coordinates of a DHEA location in the mountains of Montana. Cool. I can give you a 10 mile radius. Okay. Did I say um, Montana? No, I said, I thought I said Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming. Wyoming. One of those big ass mountain estates. <laughs> okay, cool. So she'll probably be able to figure out where that is and make that requisition for us. I just, I, we, we need it to happen fast. So, um, we're also moving up the timetable on raiding the Bureau of Time Travel. I still need to contact a number of other individuals to yeah, perform um, said raid. That's, that's going to be like priority one for me as soon as I get that device. Uh, because at that point, we're just waiting on Cassidy to tell us where the base is. So, um, my plan, and I, and I like, thump thump my fist up against the center of my forehead. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit hazy right now, and also it's been like eight years since I remember this, since, since I was told this, but, um, my dad, like, kind of went off on, um, a bit of an info dump on how teleportation technology works um, back before LA. Uh, fucking. So, all, all true teleportation technology involves space time distortion. Um, tunneling, folding, scraping, whatever. Mine doesn't because it's not true teleportation. It's like rewriting true statements of reality. But um, theirs does. It's going to be the same kind of stuff. And there is also a, uh, a database. It's public. Uh, it's internationally uh, monitored. And even enemy countries adhere to it. It's different novel uh, methods of teleportation. Because if the same method gets used in like too high a volume too quickly in too many different places, it can... Uh, overtax the space-time fabric and like uh, literally make the earth flat or some other horseshit like that so uh, even like even though it's been years since this prototype uh, was made whatever improvements they've made it can only be like um, like improving power efficiencies like tiny bits of uh, deviance in the exact frequencies they use it can't be big. They have to still be using the same stuff. It would have been registered and they would have been keeping to their novel technology. Uh, none of it is like assigned. It's just none of it's named. It's not like this is the US's method of teleporting. It's just somebody is using this and then it gets verified as being functional. And then this is like, this is off limits to everybody else unless you were the one who invented it. So if we can figure out what they're using, if we can get that we will be able to figure out what space-time distortion method they're using. 
And then the Bureau of Time Travel is all about monitoring space-time distortions. So we just plug that shit into their computers, and wherever they run and hide to, we can chase them. And we will burn these rats out of the ship. That was a mixed metaphor. Uh, Savvy? Is that track? Indeed. I am aware of the limits of teleportation technology. Such devices were proposed for my design, but ultimately discarded because of, as you mentioned, the limitation of density of use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to get that device, we need to get that immediately. Um so that we can hand it over to somebody who can reverse engineer it. Um, I'm thinking I'll just... I'll wake up fucking Rainier as soon as we got it. I'm sure the Cobalt King would love to fuck around with DHEA technology. But first, we need to get our hands on it, and also I need to get my left arm in working shape. So, uh, once Pulowski is, like, getting those calls done, getting that paperwork in order to get that released to us, uh, I'm gonna go to that... I can't get the name in my head right now. That fucking service that, like, dilates time for you if you get time skipped. I'm gonna go make up those five months. I'm gonna get this arm in order and maybe a couple other things. There is an additional task with some urgency involved. Okay. If we do not wish for Beetle to undo your hard work in saving Arlen's life. We will need to make sure that he appears to be dead for as long as possible. And in that time, Matthew Mason will need to appear to be the head of the DHEA. And therefore, Mason must be uncompromised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ideally, I would like to... I would like to just annihilate Petal before that's even a thing, but I don't know what sort of time frame we're working on. But, so assuming, so what do we need to do? Arlen's gonna be, I'm assuming, where the plan is to have him pronounced dead. Congress is gonna have to convene a session to vote him in. Can we filibuster those? I believe that we can lean on a loophole that superheroes are not declared dead as swiftly as normal citizens are. Due to his power set, Arlen can be qualified as a super, and therefore we can use that as a grace period to explain why Mason should be a acting director for the time being. Okay. Works for me. Um, but you're also saying we need to get the chip out of his head. That is correct. I believe okay. he will be cooperative when we explain that the chip was implanted there by the same people who are running the organization that exploded the headquarters of the DAGA. Okay. I do not believe he has been sufficiently compromised. And if he has been, then we must neutralize him so that he can no longer pose a possibility of candidacy. 
Neutralize how? There are several methods that could function as effective neutralization. Being sent to a far distant planet. Induced coma. Okay, yeah. Alright, so it's just we, we fucking remove him from the board if push comes to shove. Got it. If required. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I'll fucking turn his entire body to gas. <laughs> just make him gone forever. I don't I know. I would like to avoid um, bloodshed if possible. Sure. Okay. Um. Okay. Um, what are you going to do right now? Because I need to get Pulaski to release those devices to us. I will continue to recruit members for the raid on the Time Bureau. Alright. Um, I'm going to go talk to her. As soon as I get that ball rolling, I'm going to go make up those five months. I'll be in and out to just... Uh, fucking Argento was saying that I need to come in like every so often to calibrate my new arm I just like run the data through my user data I don't I was half sedated and also tired and also my mind was elsewhere I'm gonna be in and out it's just like from your perspective every couple of minutes I'll be available but from my perspective it'll be every couple of days or weeks depending on what I'm feeling like um so I will be slightly available over the next couple of hours. I'm gonna push the dilation as hard as they'll let me. And then once that's done, uh, I will be at your disposal for recruitment. That's gonna be my next highest priority. Noted. Cool. Felix, you out of the shower yet? Oh, sorry, hang on. What? Hi. Uh, we have a game plan right now. Cool. Uh, you... Just letting you know. <laughs> I'm gonna go get Tiny Wymied so that I can get my arm fully functional. Okay, sounds good. Um, I'm gonna get dressed and go on my date. Okay. When you get back, well, I'll uh, I'll tell you what whatever stage of the plan we're on is. It's been a weird day, and it like it's been a weird day before the day even started. Yep, hyper compressed. Everything is moving very fast now. Uh, all right, uh, I'm at least showered and dressed, so get something in my stomach and then head out. Um, leftovers in mind? the fridge, if you want it, or I can okay. send you somewhere. Would you just mind booping me to my house? That'd be grand. Yeah, sure. Uh, mask back on. Um, be safe. Have fun. You too. Just Same gone. thing. Keep it, um, clean. Alright, uh, food. Food now.
we'll say y'all did a lot of stuff and a lot of planning and a lot of big things happened. So we'll say middle one. I keep forgetting. Significant. I thought I see. I thought significant. I should trust my gut. Uh, so significant milestone for everybody. Hey, it's time to use the placeholder. Placeholder. Nikolai now has a plus six skill. Technically, I'm going to bump Will up two, and then swap Will with Physique so that Physique is still on top. (laughs) God, I really want to swap a stat right now, but also I want to get rid of one of these stunts so I can have all my refresh back. And now I've got three mild consequences. I don't think you can ha- have three. Oh, oh, no. Okay, yes. Uh, one mental, one for all purpose, one physical, one mental. Yep. Uh, yes. Okay. One vanilla, uh, one physical, one mental. Yep. One mild, like... one spicy, one nuclear. <laughs> I'll take a mango habanero consequence, please. I can't do anything with my plus one besides get a new skill. Let me see if there are any I would like to have right now. I don't need crafts. I've got to see if I don't need drive. I don't really need investigate right now. Also, it's a good thing you took Arlen out of the burning building because he was also taking physical stress uh, thing. I was just taking one every round. Uh, I wasn't mm-hmm. rolling anything. And if he had stayed in there and all the physical stress boxes had filled up, he would have died. Act- he would have actually died. Just gonna bank my plus one for now. And then for the let's see, other milestone options. Uh, I already renamed my severe consequence. It is recovery, new prosthesis. It's the same for the both of them. Okay. And okay, let me ask you in advance, Colin. Hmm. Uh, in the course of untimey wimeying myself, I am also going to be practicing with dimensional powers to do a couple of specific applications do you foresee making me roll blast for that or spending fate points that's a good question because if you make me roll blast I'm going to make that a better stat if you make me spend fate points I'm going to get rid of a stunt improve your blast okay blast do. Um, okay, do I see myself rolling provoke or rapport more next session? Probably gonna need to roll rapport with Pulowski. I'll probably be rolling rapport with everybody else that I foresee myself talking to. So I will replace, I will swap blast and provoke making provoke plus one and last plus four and that's all of my stuff taken care of what about you ape are you doing what are you doing with your significant 
Um, well, let's see. I'm reasonably sure I missed putting a plus one into something at some point because. Here, anyway, I'll, uh, I'll post a quick screenshot of what the uh, the optimal tree looks like right now. Yeah, I've been using that for my own uh, main NPCs, so thank you for keeping up with an optimal tree. Okay, so let's see. One, two, three, four. Three, my four, stack is seven, currently one, 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 nine, ten, three, nine, four, four. One, two, three, four, eight. Okay, no, I have not missed one because I have 13 total. Okay. But I can adjust things. Anyway, I bumped stealth up to plus two and I took drive again. Okay. Well, thank you, players, for playing. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Sorry that I didn't do a recap cap of last time, but I felt like it was... Well, you know, the building exploded, so that interrupted everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I got interrupted by, the building, by an exploding building, so... Oh, we never did fucking resolve uh, the evidence that that pressure found, so uh, we'll have to keep that in mind for next time. Make a note yeah, of it. Yeah, write that shit down. Yeah, alright, um... So, I hope everyone comes back for more next time because I'm very excited where this is going. Uh, we still haven't entered the end game, technically. Like, I, I, I tell my players that you'll know the end game when we enter it. We still haven't entered it yet. Can't wait to force the end game by being very mad. The game is <laughs> ending right now. Anyway, thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night.